Welcome back to another episode of Hot Pizza Ass Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Darling, and today's guest is Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio. She is a TV host, podcaster, comedian, and actress, and she just launched a new show that you all will love called Where Should We Eat, which is something that all Hot Pizza Ass listeners, I'm sure, will enjoy. Tons of food recommendations. So we talk about that on this episode. She gives her best recommendations when it comes to food, planning a wedding, spray tans, beauty advice, and we've tagged lots of people in the show notes that you're going to want to check out after listening to this episode. It's super fun. But before we get started, a word from our sponsors. Just like everyone else in this world, I live a super busy life and rest is a super important part of my routine so that I can live each day to the fullest and get everything done. Luckily, I have a couple of tools on my nighttime routine that keep me very relaxed so that I can drift off to sleep with comfort and ease. So let me tell you about the nighttime CBD soft gels from Canna Aid. They are vegan, they're gluten-free, and they are so helpful on the nights when I have trouble falling asleep. They kick in in about 90 minutes or less, which is the best part, and they help me just drift off so peacefully. No wonder they're a bestseller. So go check them out, canaidshop.com to try them for yourself and use my code HOTPIZZAASS for 15% off of your order. Or go to the show notes directly and click on that link right there where you can go ahead and check them out at canaidshop.com. If you're feeling depressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, BetterHelp is here for you. There are times when I felt like I can barely keep up with my life, but luckily BetterHelp makes it really easy to find and connect with a therapist at your convenience from the privacy and the comfort of your own home. Join the 2 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with BetterHelp. Special offer to Hot Pizza Ass listeners, you can get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash hotpizzaass. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash hotpizzaass. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Without further ado, here's Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio. Hello, Jacqueline Marfuji Caprio. Oh, God. I'm so, so happy to have you here on Hot Pizza Ass. Um, I feel like your brand and my brand, like, just go together, our personal brand. Totally. Like, I need to serve Hot Pizza Ass on Where Should We Eat? Yes. Uh, her new podcast, Where Should We Eat, discusses places where people like to eat, which is yeah. the most fun conversation you could possibly have. Totally. Yeah. And you just recently launched this just a few weeks ago, right? Yes. Um, your episode is coming up. Uh, and it was kind of like random. Like I had been approached by a network to do a new podcast because I had What's Your Jersey, which you've been on. Mm -hmm. um, and I kind of... I. Didn't want to just do like an interview style podcast because I just I had gotten tired of just doing like, where are you from? How did you get to where you are? You yeah, know, like what I do. No, no, no. <laughs> we're going to talk about so much more than that. Um, 
Yeah, no, and I just wanted something I actually was really passionate about. Mm -hmm. And I was at a girlfriend's house and she was like, where should I go with my mom for her birthday? We're going to Beverly Hills. And I just started listing all these places and menus. And then the next day she was like, you know, you're most passionate about a menu and like restaurants. And I realized the number one question I ask my my husband and I ask each other is where should we eat? My girlfriends, whenever we're going to meet up, it's where should we eat? Yeah. And I also, it's kind of like punny where it's like, I feel like the best conversations besides in Top Tree Studios um, (laughs) are had like when you're at a restaurant or like in an intimate booth and like an old cool spot and you're like getting down to it. Yeah. And so, yes, we definitely talk about a lot of food, but I also ask my guests like, what are you most passionate about? And then we talk about like whatever you're doing at the time. Ooh, I love this. All great conversation topics. I feel the same way about pizza. I feel like one of the reasons why I love pizza is because well first of all it's delicious but second of all it's communal mm-hmm. and right you share it's a shared meal typically yes, you're right. um, but it doesn't have to be not no, when sh- I'm no shame it. if it's not sorry call me <laughs> have your own when I was in college I ate so much pizza that not only did I gain 20 pounds but I also um broke out in like uh like an allergic reaction I had, yeah. um, I think I have a celiac, but only like if it's extreme, like not casual. Okay. Like I have to be drinking beer for like 20 days straight and eating pizza. <laughs> so college. Every night. Yeah. 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 My whole legs were like full, like itchy and like infected. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> I got eczema. Pizza. I got eczema all over my face. Holy wow. Yes. I just got fat and yeah. I got acne. We had this place and I went to University of Rhode Island, go Rams. Um, and we had this place called Deepy Dough. Ooh. And they would deliver these like mini calzones. So pizza adjacent. Yeah. And we would just get them at all hours of the night. I would get them for lunch. Like you're just eating. This is like worse than a pizza. You're just, it's like just a brick of cheese and like pepperoni. I spit. I'll wash that off. No, perfect. Um, and I was on the dance team at the time. I was like a ramette. So they were like the Laker girls of Rhode Island. And I was the only girl with like bleach blonde hair. I had bleach blonde my eyebrows. Like I was very noticeable. And I was also like 20 pounds overweight by the end of the season. Like it was not okay. Like my gut would be like hanging out in my like crop top. And I was so confident. I didn't give a shit. No. See, but that's the key, right? The key is just like total acceptance and freedom. Oh my God. And also eating whatever you want and loving it. No, it wasn't good. I had a frat boy tell me, oh yeah, you're the fat ramette. <laughs> Someone told you that? Yes. He was like a drug lord, like a Turkish drug lord that was in one of the frats. And like, I was introduced to him and he was like, oh yeah, you're the fat ramette. Oh my God. Well, I mean, you can never really take any, take that with a grain of salt. Anything a drug lord tells you. No, I was like, yeah. well, do you have any Adderall I could take? Like, let's <laughs> get, nip this in the butt. Can, what do you have that could help me? Can you help me? <laughs> Obviously dancing isn't helping. That's another thing. You can't ask the drug lord for advice. Right, right. You can God barely befriend it. them. Did you stay in touch with this person? <laughs> Where are they now? Totally. He's in LA. It's great. That's why I'm so skinny. (laughs) I wish. I wish. That would be great. (laughs) No. Yeah. I was so confident back then and probably, yeah, like 25 pounds heavier and like just not, I was, it was rough. Like it was before like self-tanners were good. I was just orange. Before self-tanners were good. Yeah. Like it was not okay, but I was just living my best life. Do you remember when self-tanners smelled like 
what was that smell? Like rotten eggs. Like yes. it was almost like a sulfury like yep, smell. But also kind of like brown sugar. Yeah. It was sulfur and sweet at the same time. I used to get them all the time too. And I used really? to love them. Well, yeah, because even though they were bad, like they still looked really good. Yeah. And well, especially better than pale. Yeah. And especially if you're wearing white. I I would be covered. I still am. Let's not lie. I haven't learned my lesson. I'm always like covered in spray tan by the end of the night if okay. I'm wearing white. So we need to talk about the best spray tan. I need your beauty tips, just period. And also just backtrack. We just jumped right into this. You guys, Jacqueline is a very talented comedian. She is a host on Hollywire. Aww. We just mentioned her podcast, but Thank she's um, also you're like a writer and yeah. you do so acting. much. Acting. acting, yeah. I feel like acting is my number one Passion. We're really good at it. So, oh, thank you. <laughs> yes, very talented. So are you, girl? <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. Um, but back to the spray tans. Yes, the most important thing we're going to talk about today. Yes. <laughs> yes, I mean this could change somebody's life. Yeah. So, what is your go-to, or what are like maybe your top three? If there's more than one that you like, totally. You know what's so funny? In my DMs, that's the number one asked question. Ooh. Yeah. Like I have like comics. Like when someone has like a big event coming up, like I will hear from people I haven't heard from in like three years and they'll be like where do you get spray tan help and I'm like wow and I have like different levels that I send people to I'm like okay if you want to go big you have to go to my girl or she actually is mobile bronzed by Brit she has this adorable studio in Manhattan Beach mm -hmm. and that's like that's next level spray tan where like it's a, it's a little more expensive but it, you can choose your scent Ooh. I get like a dusting of pineapple on me <laughs> like it's really great I love her I got it done before my bachelorette like wedding like all of that she's awesome customizes everything she spray tans like a lot of celebrities she'll come to your house like I love her so that's like top tier okay and then I feel like here, I'm not going to lie, there's like total tan, like on Santa Monica. And you just yes. go to that like Versa spa machine and it sprays you, but you have to get the dark one because the medium gives you no color. Mm -hmm. Like you, It's go big or go home. Like it, you have to go dark. Yes. I do Versa as well. Yeah. I do it. There was a place called, I think, At the Beach on Ooh. Sunset Boulevard, which oh. is a little bit close it's closer to like the areas where I tend to run errands. Okay. Cool, so cool. I would go there and I have gone to Total Tan before. Yeah. Or the Versa. Yeah. Those are great. But if you're talking like at home, I got to mix it all up. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, I like okay. different ones where you have to have a glove. Yes. The <laughs> you, mitt. The mitt. The mitt yes. is a lifesaver. Is there a mitt that you prefer? Because I just yes. got mine at Target. I think it was Makeup Revolution brand. Oh, okay. I haven't tried that one. Okay. I it's tried. okay. It's not great. Yeah, no. The ones I've gotten at Target break. Yep. Yep. You yep. can't do that. Nope. They nope. break. Yep. I that I use them all through the pandemic, and I, I, feel, I feel like that's a good scheme, like, to just get you to buy more, because I would just <laughs> constantly be buying new mitts. Yeah. The minimum um, viable product, but it's really the minimum. We did the least here. We did the least. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but there'll be, like, a cool sparkly back on it, so it's cute. Um <laughs> Ugh. I love the I think it's Bondi Sands I think it's like this Australian company I love their tanners I actually will probably be getting self-tanner on this chair because I put like the one hour self-tanner on like before coming here and it's hot as fuck um so I'll probably be sweating it off but I mean I think it looks pretty good for literally me putting this on like an hour ago it looks great Thank you. And their mitts are great. It looks like a big, just like black velour, like catcher's mitt. Okay. And that's, that's my rack right there. But I sometimes like to mix it with the sublime bronze. 
Tanner. The L'Oreal one. Yeah, the L'Oreal one. If I want like a little sparkle. That's a good one. Yeah, I love that. And I also do like an airbrush over it. I like layer it up, which you're probably not supposed to do, but I love that. And then also, if you just want to get like not a self tan, but if you want your body to be shimmery and to just look like flawless in pictures, the it's like a copper tone. Like it's a pink bottle. It's a suntan lotion, but it's literally, it's got like a nice shimmer to it. And that it's like, I think an SPF 50 and it's, I put it all over. It's and great. does that get on your clothing though? Cause every time I want to do a shimmer, I feel like it's all over everything. <sighs> nope. Nope. <gasps> it's great. It stays put. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So I recommend that. That's my like go-to tip. Yeah. And you do have really, really good beauty tips. I remember Woo! I when maybe it was like a year ago and I was like, Jacqueline, what do you do to look so good? Oh my God. And you, I was expecting like one or two recommendations. You sent me like 15 <laughs> Amazon links of all this stuff, like at home peels, like masks, all that. I was like, wait, you do all of this? Girl, the struggle is real. I mean. <laughs> that's commitment. And that's like the exact type of nitty gritty I want to get into. <laughs> It's just, it's so true because I feel like if anything, the pandemic taught us, like we have to like maintain at home mm -hmm. because also everything. So I have a new joke about it and I love doing the joke because so many like women and some men actually connect with it. But like I am running like a dry bar, a hair extension bar, like a lash bar, a self-affirmation bar, a self-care bar. Like I'm running all of these in my tiny little bathroom. Yes. I'm doing them all to myself and it's, it's a lot of work, but I'm saving a shit ton of money. Like everything is so expensive. Yeah. I've been in her bathroom and there is it's, a lot of stuff there. It's so aggressive. <laughs> It's so chaotic. It's great. No, I love no, that. It's embarrassing. So like what are your like favorite? Okay. In terms of being effective, yeah. what are your favorite products or um, things that you use? I feel like the best thing to like wake you up. I feel like it's all about not like the makeup you're putting on your face. I feel like it's more about I keep an ice roller mm -hmm. in my freezer and I keep the little gua sha thing in my freezer. And that's honestly like the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. And I probably continue to do it like four more times before I put my makeup on. Like I'm constantly just walking around my house, just like rolling out my face. Nice. I do the same thing, but I don't use a roller. I just use this thing from Amazon that's like a it's like a little silicone sil silicone egg looking Ooh. thing that comes apart the top and the bottom separate so you can put water in it and you take the top off and you just run the ice all over and it's amazing oh my god I, is it like the ice balls it's basically like balls? yeah it's kind of like <laughs> ice balls but you can hold on to it with the with the silicone so it doesn't slip or anything like that it's i like, need to get those yes yes it's so inexpensive and i feel like it's the only thing that helps me with puffiness when i wake up in the oh morning my god. yeah and my lymph or nodes Yes. Yeah. Washua is really good to do that. Also, like maybe don't drink a bottle and a half of wine every night. I'm definitely puffy from that. <laughs> um, but I love it. I love my wine. Um, so yeah, I do that. I think ordering, there's a certain like collagen mask that's actually very inexpensive. It's collagen firming and I keep like a ton of those. I buy them in bulk on Amazon. Sheet masks? Yeah, or... it's a sheet mask and I put that in the fridge and that's what gets slapped on after I do all the rolling because I also do the electronic little like things like the new face. Like it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. And you're probably looking at me right now. I'm like melting um, and puffy because I just got back from Jersey and I've just been eating pizza and carbs and everything for no. like four days straight. You look wonderful. Thank you. But um, yeah, I feel like that stuff and also just 
collagen and like the vegetable, like all of that and maintaining, like going and getting like a facial once or twice a month. Jessica J is really good. We can put her in the podcast in the show notes. notes. In yes. the show notes. Um, and what kind of facial do you get? She does a few different ones. I definitely recommend. She has like a hot and like an ice and hot one with the IS clinical product. This is like grand. You guys are probably like falling asleep listening to this. No, guaranteed <laughs> people will love this. Okay, cool. Um, I I just love the IS clinical product. She's really great. And it kind of, she does like heat and light therapy and then the ice. And it's just a lot of great stuff. I love a microdermabrasion. Like all that is great. The LA facialist is amazing. You can find her, uh, Candice Marino. You can find her on Instagram. She's like blown up so much though. I feel like you can't even get appointments with her, but everyone that works for her is awesome. Mm -hmm. And her products are great. And I also just went to the face gym have you heard of that? Um, I've seen it, but I don't know much about it. What oh, is it? Oh, my God. It's literally, it's so cute. There's, like, ballet bars and mirrors. Like, you literally feel like you're at a gym for your, and they beat the shit out of your face. Can Wait. I curse? Sorry. Yes, you can. Yeah. But how would you And not mean? in, like, a graphic, violent way. It's just what they, they use these, like, balls, gua sha, like, all these special <laughs> techniques. It's literally, like so aggressive but it doesn't like hurt I also I don't mind the pain like she was like doing electronic currents to my face and like she was doing it up here and it was making my like lip twitch (laughs) like I was like woo yes but is this but girl I posted pictures we did like one side before and then the other side after and it was like I got a facelift it was awesome I did hear there was like a woman who came in and was sitting next to me and she was like, yeah, I saw Jessica Beale talking about this and that's why I came in. And I was like, okay, if Jessica Beale's doing it, like I feel like it's legit because she still looks like she's 20. Jessica Beale absolutely does look incredible. I remember when I was uh, like, I don't know, my early 20s, I like wanted her body so badly because she has, she's like ripped. Yeah. She's just like buff and toned and she looks like a bat. Her arms. Oh my God. Everything. And her, her face, like she's gorgeous. Yeah. But um, mm-hmm. I just remember thinking like, I'm surprised she hasn't been in a Marvel movie. Like I she know. looks like she could kick someone's she's, ass. She needs to be an action hero. She really does. Like I wonder if she was considered for Wonder Woman. Oh my God. She would have been an amazing Wonder, really Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Have yeah. you seen her new show, Candy? I haven't. Is Ooh. it good? Do I need to watch it? I mean, it's it's slow, but I like walked. I like was packing while watching it, and then I walked in on a scene. Spoiler alert: where she is just killing. Like <laughs> it's like so graphic, okay. and it's like I didn't know you had that in you, Jesse B. Like it's a lot, but yeah, no, it's the first time I've seen her like not attractive. Okay. Yeah, but it is what it is. I remember I saw, there's this thing that always bugs me about like media branding is when uh, a beautiful actress plays a role where they give her a wig or glasses and it's branded as unrecognizable. I'm like, bitch, you put some glasses on her. Yeah. It's not unrecognizable. Yeah. Like oh, if I put yeah. glasses on, would you recognize me? Like, it's just like, it really bugs me when they do that. It's yeah. just kind of like, it's, she's playing a character. She's not unrecognizable. Like, some, like <laughs> slap some prosthetics on there. Do, do a little something. It's just, it's like, I can still recognize her. I can clearly see this is Jessica B. Clearly. It's a wig and sunglasses. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. I was just looking at you and I realized, I mean, you always remind me like you have Marilyn Monroe vibes and I mean that in the nicest compliment and it's her birthday today. I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was cool. Oh, thank you. Happy I birthday, Marilyn. Um, 
I recently found out that she had a little dog gifted to her by Frank Sinatra, who's a Maltese, just kind of like Ripken, like my dog. Yes. And that the name of the dog was Mafia Honey. And I just think that's the cutest name ever. That's adorable. Yeah, so I've been started calling Ripkin Mafia Rip. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Chan- is Ripkin Maryland? Yeah. Is Maryland coming through your dog? I think Ripkin is Mafia Honey. I mean, they look a lot alike. They do. Yeah. Did you do the photo shoot? I saw like the photo shoot with her and the dog, and I was like, Erin, you need to do this. Halloween costume, baby. We're going to do there it. There it is. Yes. yes. One Kim million stole percent. your look. <laughs> I was so jealous of that dress. Of the Met Gala dress that Kim Kardashian wore? Because it was giving me, like, Marilyn vibes, but also, like, I am obsessed. Like, my favorite moment in, like, costume history was when Britney Spears ripped off that pinstripe suit, and it was just the skin, like, bedazzled number. Like, I live for, like, a skin-colored diamond moment. And so when I saw that on Kim, I was just like, oh. Yeah, you know, I, I do love a good illusion dress moment. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Illusion dress. Now um, I know. Yeah, I, I love that dress. I'm going to name my dog that. Illusion, Illusion dress. dress. Yeah, because that's my favorite thing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's the background of your phone. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the background Guys, I'm of not lying. Phone. It that's it's. I need to change it. I have like four-year-old nieces that look at my phone and they're like, geez, like what? Do they even know that that's Britney? No, they don't. I don't think they know who Britney is. Okay. I, she hasn't translated to like that generation, which is probably a good thing. I don't know. No, I don't know. I just feel like for them to like see that, that's like aggressive. Yeah. You know, like a four-year-old, she doesn't need to see that like her aunt has someone's like toned body on her phone <laughs> and that and like not their faces. Like, <laughs> Everyone, like, our friend Gabby has, like, her wedding picture of her and her husband, like, that pops up on her phone. And I'm like, yeah, no, Brittany it is. It's Brittany for me. It's Brittany. Yeah. I have inspirational quotes. Oh, there was a point in time where I just had money. My The background of my phone was just stacks of money. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I was like, I want this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, attract that into your life. Like, right. And now I'm- I have a quote that says, we can discuss, oh, what imagine if you created all the things you think about creating? God, yeah, that be that. That's the goal. It's just like who has time? Like that was my who first reaction. Is like okay, but with what time? Uh, that's the hardest thing: managing a schedule. I can. I mean, literally, I have so much to do today, and I barely made it to the gym. <laughs> and I went to the grocery store. It, it was like my third trip to the grocery store in two days. Like I, I and then I just got ready for this, and now I'm here. And yeah, that that was like a day, and that feels terrible. Like I don't know. My biggest thing is I don't know how working moms that don't have a nanny do it. Like if you have three kids. And you're like, everyone always looks perfect on Instagram too. Like, mm. I don't know how these women with these perfect homes and these perfect little babies and like perfect little bodies and their home prep, like, how do they do it? I, I don't get it. I don't know either. Nope. And today or yesterday, I don't know, recently, I've been actually thinking about that. Like, this is such a gift this time in life where it's like, you know, like, I don't have kids. I don't have those types of responsibilities. My biggest responsibility is my dog and take care, taking care of myself. But other than that, like, I can't, this is the most free I'll ever be, yeah. you know? And it, it doesn't even feel that free. No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. You should be doing you. Right. I mean, I, so there's a really good, I guess you would call him astrologer. 
It's like, no, I don't think he's a psychic, just astrologer. Chris Corsini. I love him. <gasps> he's a great Instagram account if you guys don't follow oh, Chris Corsini. He's just so funny, so real. And I'm a Gemini and he's a Gemini. So I feel like his like Gemini readings are always just like up a notch. It's like so good. They're so good. And like the biggest one for this month, he was like, Gemini, you need to get selfish. Mm-hmm. Like you just need to like focus on yourself and do that. And I feel like that's always like such a hard thing for me to do. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Do you feel like your life has changed since getting married? Because that was less than a year ago. Yeah, it was less than a year ago. What is different? Um, I feel like not much has changed. I do feel, and it's a weird thing because I did hear other people say this, that you do feel like you have like a partner in crime a little more Uh where it was, I'm not going to lie. The first like two or three months were really tough. Yeah. Like I remember like texting like friends being like, I can't do this. (laughs) Like, cause you're figuring out, like, even though we did live together, for a few years before getting married, you're still figuring out like finances and you're figuring out like schedules and just there's, it's just weird. Mm-hmm. And you're also like, there's a definite depression and like let down after. Really? Oh my God. Just in terms of like planning something and like, it's almost like when you do a movie and you're done and you're like, oh my God. Totally. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like doing the, it's like doing the school play and right. then we're all not together again every day, you know, like, or like you go on a comedy tour and you're with like this group of people. Like when I did the, um, like the tour for the troops. Like, I was so depressed after we got back from that tour. Oh. Just because you're in, like, a schedule. You're in a rhythm. You get to perform every night. You get to, like, be around all these people, and you don't have to worry about anything else Mm -hmm. besides, like, doing what you love. Yep. You know? And that's kind of, like, with the wedding, like, you are surrounded by, like, your your family and, like – Every all the attention's on you. <laughs> and you guys had a very ambitious wedding. And the only reason why I, I use the word ambitious is because it was a pandemic wedding. So planning it oh and God. doing all the things, securing the venue, and it also wasn't in the city that you live in. So you had a really, really big job. That was a huge thing to plan. Yeah. So I actually don't blame you at all for having the experience of feeling like, oh my gosh, like now it's done and I, I'm living a normal life and yeah. <laughs> I'm back you would here. I would have been relieved. Because, <laughs> like, we planned it in under a year. And we planned it from across the country yeah. where it was being held. And it was still, like, in this weird space where, like, things would get good and then things would get bad. And, like, we didn't know if, the, like, we'd be able to have a dance floor, which, right. like, there was just all this crazy stuff. And I don't know. We, the reason why we went through with the wedding, because knock on wood, we're both very lucky to both have our parents. And, mm-hmm. We just wanted to celebrate with them if we could, you know. I love that. Yeah. Like that just became like super important. And it kind of all fell into place. Like we visited all these different venues that were lovely. But my favorite movie of all time growing up to the point where I like the first time I went to Las Vegas, I came back. I was in seventh grade and did like a report on Las Vegas and the casino industry to my like seventh grade class. <laughs> I like wheeled in the TV and showed like the ending scenes of the movie Casino, which probably should not have been allowed. Um, and Joey, I, I always loved the movie Casino. Like that, I just, I'm obsessed with like Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci and like Sharon Stone in that movie, even though she definitely has a decline in the movie. Um, 
she I just always loved her like power and just her swagger and everything and Don Rickles is in it I just love the vibe it's like the late 60s early 70s that's my favorite time period and so we went to resorts casino and it's like themed in that era and I don't know it just had those vibes and we were like screw it let's just do it here yeah and it ended up like being everything I like could have ever dreamed of and we got married and like they had this old theater like they kept showing us all these other spaces and the woman bringing us around was like there is this like theater upstairs that we don't use anymore and we were like huh theater what and she like opened the room up and it was a theater that Frank Sinatra used to perform in like Don Rickle like all these people they used to have like this huge drag show there and it had like red velvet seats and it was just incredible and I was like that's it that's where we're getting married and so we got married on stage which was an aggressive undertaking (laughs) Um, but yeah it all kind of just like fell into place so I feel like we did like our modern day casino wedding and it was awesome but also yeah exhausting and a, a definite letdown after so yeah Sorry, that was a lot. <laughs> no, I mean, it looked amazing. Your photos were incredible. You looked stunning. Thank you. If you had to give a couple of tips to anyone that's planning a wedding that you wish you knew before you went through it, what would you say? Buy the house. Don't have the wedding. Really? <laughs> no, that's <Just> terrible. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> um, no, I mean, it, it was so incredible. No, no, no. That's terrible. But if like a wedding isn't that important to you, especially like we're not spring chickens and now we're like looking at real estate and I feel like it just would have been smarter to put like all of that money into a home because it does go by like that. Sorry. The wedding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, yeah. But the memory, like everything, like I'm so grateful, but that is something I feel like definitely people should consider, mm-hmm. you know, maybe doing it small. If like weddings aren't like your jam. Yeah. You know, like I feel like don't do it for anyone else. Do it for yourself. Like if that's what you want and we wanted that. So mm-hmm. we did it. But if it's kind of like, I don't know, don't do it. You know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um. So yeah. Sorry. I was going to interrupt you. No, no. That's a, that's a really good tip. Do you have any others? Yeah. I feel like, God, the dress I ended up picking was the first dress I tried on. Yeah. In what world does that happen? Oh, my God. It was like the traveling wedding dress. I like tried it on for the first time in Jersey. Like we went to Castle Couture as a joke. Like it's this big, like just extravagant like wedding dress where all the Jersey Shore girls got their like dresses. Like the situation's white better dress there. And we went. I went with my best friend, Carla. And I just tried on like a bunch of super cheesy, just like over the top dresses. And then this dress that I ended up getting, I like really loved in the pictures. And you notice like you'll see it in like your face, the bride's face. Like you can tell when it's the one. Yeah. Which is weird. But I ended up trying it on like four other times at four other places. And then I went here and tried it on here. And I don't know. I just kept coming back to it. So that was kind of trust your gut. You know, Mm -hmm. although like I do wish it's so hard. Like I walk by um, like a wedding dress store, like every time I go to the Bunda, like workout place and I see all the dresses and I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I got that. I wish I got that. Whatever. Um, Don't spend money on like staging furniture. Like we like what spent like we I was like, we need like a whole like lounge area that people are going to hang out at. And like no one hung out 
in the lounge at all. And that was like an extra couple thousand dollars. You know, like it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's on the dance floor. Everyone told me as a bride, you have to stay on the dance floor the whole time or people aren't going to dance. So I literally did. Like <laughs> it, it was just I that's where I was the entire wedding. And I almost regret that. Like I regret not like going around and like hanging out with people at tables and like really spending time with them as much as I could have. But I also had an epic time on the dance floor. Yeah. I mean, you're a performer. So you also must have been so tired by the end of the night. It was I was ready to go, though. <laughs> I, I couldn't get drunk. Which was annoying. I was happy because I was worried. Tommy and I kept being like, oh, fuck, are we going to black out? Like, we were so worried we were going to drink too much and, like, not remember. And he definitely got really drunk, but he earned it. He deserved it. Like, I'm usually the hot mess in the relationship. So I was like, it's your turn. Um, I was like, you go, girl, boy. Um, And, yeah, by the end of the night, he was just – he had the – he was a shining goddamn star. He just kept being like, I'm so happy. And, like – by the end of the night, I had to, like, put him to bed. Like, That's it was so sweet. But I just couldn't get drunk. You know, when your body's just like, no. Yeah. I've, I've had nights like that or days like that, I guess. And normally, there's a connection with how much caffeine I've had. I've noticed. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, what else? Plan something the day after. That was, like, my day to really, like, hang out and have a good time. Like a brunch or a lunch or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we had a whole brunch, but then it was – I, like, love football, and I love, like, Sunday football. And so we went to DraftKings, and they gave us, like, all these, like, couches, and there was big screen TVs. So we had a whole day of, like, anyone that was still at the hotel, (laughs) just, like, Sunday fun day, like, watching football and just – eating and drinking and then we walked to a beer garden and then we went out to dinner like and it was just a really nice way to like take everything off and just like relax and Mm -hmm. then I got drunk I got very drunk then (laughs) by the time we got to dinner I was like yeah almost blacked out and then I recommend doing your honeymoon right away Mm -hmm. like we didn't do that and like we're trying to plan it now and it just a you're not as skinny as you'll be the day of your wedding like (laughs) I am not looking forward to that. You know, like you are gorgeous. No, no, no. Thank you. Um, no, I know it's fine. Uh, but I'm just saying, those like bikini pictures and like Positano and the Amalfi Coast would have been cuter right after that wedding. Um, and also, you you need that. I feel like it's a nice like send off where you can like digest everything. And now we are going to someone else's wedding before our honeymoon, but not ours. So. I recommend just like going, but it was the pandemic and like, yeah, you couldn't like we wanted to go to Italy and like you couldn't do that in October. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, just the way that you're describing the whole experience and just like the tips that you've given right now, I feel like what I'm getting from this experience of yours is it it sounds like it was just like a big love fest. Like you guys seem so happy. It was what you wanted to do. I love that Tommy was so excited. So excited. Oh, and we had pizza. That was our parting gift for everyone. When you walked out of the reception, there was just like tables and tables of pizza with ranch dressing. And that was like your parting gift. I love this. Yeah. There was, yeah, a lot of epic food and pizza. I also didn't eat anything at the wedding. That was annoying. Like it was just, yeah. Why? Because I Not because I didn't want to. mm -hmm. You're just like, you're just busy. Yeah. Yeah. So busy. Mm -hmm. So yeah. But the pizza, I did have pizza at the end with ranch. Good. 
How did you keep it off the dress? Because I, it would be everywhere with me. Oh my god! I well, see, I did a dress change. So Ooh, like, okay, that's smart. The dress I changed <laughs> into. I made sure I was like, I want a fist pump. I if I want to do the splits and like I I if oh I want to pump the ground. Like I made sure I knew that was gonna be a thing. Like I, my, if I want to wall twerk, yeah. <laughs> if I want to wall twerk, I want the option. <laughs> did you? Did you please Pretty tell me much. wall twerk? I mean, I flew through the air at one point. There was two points where, like, I was so grateful I had done the dress change. One, we were cutting the cake, and all of a sudden, the band starts playing "Baby One More Time." And so picture this like ballroom, like, and I like dropped the knife and I was like, I gotta go. I just like sprinted to the dance floor and just took it in and just like did the whole dance. Like it was just like, yes. And like hair flips, everyone got into it. So that was definitely like a fun moment. And then the band out of nowhere, they like called Tommy and I up on stage and they're like, this song's for you. And we were so confused. And like, they weren't like getting into the song. Like they were just like vamping and playing music. And I like looked over and I saw Time of Your Life on like their like iPad screens. And I was like, the Green Day song? Like, <laughs> it's something unpredictable. Which is like, what? <laughs> fuck are they doing i was like this feels more like a graduation vibe um and then like all of a sudden it was like the dirty dancing theme song and i so we had done this like choreographed dance like our dance our dance was to like uh the beginning of city of stars from la la land and then my favorite band is aerosmith and i've always wanted to do like the walk this way like halftime show thing that Brittany and NSYNC yes. did with them so we cut it and went into Walk This Way and did like a really fun number. So I had watched the Dirty Dancing choreography on YouTube to like steal some moves. So Tommy and I knew like two moves and we just kept doing them over and over and over again on the stage. And then at one point he was like, jump! And I like did the run and the jump and it was nowhere. And I was like, oh my God, is this stage going to collapse? Like it was so scary. <laughs> It was so not graceful. But yeah. And this is the best story ever. It was, it was a lot. I, yeah. It was fun. Yeah. I'm exhausted. Wow. Um, so yeah. Dress change. That both my mom took the dresses to be like cleaned by the dry cleaner and they were like, we've never seen anything like this because they were just covered in spray tan. Oh my like, God. Covered. Like, this is so disgusting. You should throw these out. It was bad. Did you? No. No, they got it. They out. got they it did out. A good job. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. But it was it was a lot. Yeah, I feel like that would be me. I um I'm a sweaty person. I sweat and I'm oil. Okay. I have lots of oil, which is great because I mean I'm gonna age really well. Yeah, you're gonna like be young a fine forever. Wine. Yeah. yeah, you're just it's great. Mm -hmm. I I feel like like so many Italian women just like put olive oil all over their bodies and their faces and they don't age. J Lo swears by it. Does she? Yes, that's the hero ingredient in her skincare Shut line. Shut up! Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, she swears by J-Lo. I mean, J-Lo swears. swears she, I swear by J-Lo. I know, I, I swear man. by J-Lo too, really, so. I, I got so excited. Aaron and I were driving over here, and I felt like I like almost got like whiplash from like, we drove by this billboard for, I love a documentary, like a halftime mm -hmm. show documentary. I rewatch like the Lady Gaga five foot two one over and over again. Like yeah. I just love a behind the scenes performer doc. 
And we saw the halftime one for JLo, and it comes out on my birthday. Yeah. So that's what I want to do for my birthday. Very excited <laughs> to watch it. Um, what I love about the Lady Gaga documentary is – I mean, it has nothing to do with her preparing, but I think it's at the very beginning in the first like five minutes of the doc. Mm -hmm. And she's like, my tolerance for men is like this. And she's like so upset. And I was like, this makes me love her. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I was like, yeah, girl, your tolerance for men should be like that. Yeah. You're fucking Lady Gaga. Teeny tiny tolerance. Yeah. I mean, for any of us though, really, like none of us should be settling. But uh, no. yeah, I was like... She went through some shit. She's mad. I actually <laughs> almost got run over by her. Ooh. Or her boyfriend, actually. Wait, what? It was really <laughs> funny. I've run into Lady Gaga a few times. And she actually... And when she almost ran into you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's meant to be. Um, what happened? So it was really funny. So I, like, love her. Mm -hmm. And... She had retweeted, actually, Gabby Conti and I did a parody of A Million Reasons, and she, like, retweeted it, and her, like, producers reached out to us and, like, said we did such a good job on it. You like, did do a great job. You guys should check it out on YouTube. It's really fun. It's really crazy. I rewatched it recently. It's A Million Reasons Why 2016 Sucked, and it resonates still to this day. Oh, I can't believe it was 2016. That, I mean, ugh, No. Time. Okay. Stop. What yeah. is time? It's a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot. And then actually right here, like right here on Sunset where the Tower Records used to be, I was like running on Sunset. This isn't the story, but whatever. Um, and I see like a gathering and a stage and it was the day before the Grammys. And I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on there. Mm -hmm. And I run another block literally across from where we are. And this cop stops me and he was like, you should go back there. You're not going to want to miss what's about to go down. And it was a random pop-up concert of, it was an Elton John concert. And so what? I'm standing in this crowd by myself in my workout clothes. And all of a sudden, I'm like up against the fence, like that separated two parts of the crowd. And this big bodyguard like brushes against me. And then this tiny little blonde just like walks right in front of me. And it was them bringing Lady Gaga up to the stage. And she was like a surprise guest. <laughs> I was like, okay. What a cool cop that he like let you know. No. He's like, listen, stop your jog right, right? now. Yeah. <laughs> you officer. Um, Seriously. And then on my birthday, this was 2020, we, there was this Broad Street co like lobster roll place and in june 2020 like not many restaurants were open and yeah. so like i kept looking at instagram seeing these lobster rolls in malibu mm. and so we it was a drive-through lobster roll place so my brother and tommy and i got these lobster rolls and instead of sitting in like the parking lot outside the place we went to this back parking lot it was at like the malibu country the lumber yard the country mart yeah yeah we go the lumber the yard way, or whatever it's called i don't know we go to the way back and we, we set up lounge chairs. We're like drinking rosé, like in the gravel, eating these lobster rolls. And all of a sudden, this like Tesla comes like rolling up and it does not look like we're stopping. And I am like mean mugging at this point because I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Like they're going to hit us. <laughs> like, And I was in this like really low to the ground lounge chair and I'm looking. And then my brother goes, that's Lady Gaga. And I was like, oh my God. And so, yeah, it was her and her boyfriend. They did like a little K-turn and they got out and they were really cute. They went and just like got blue bottle coffee. And I like, I'm so mad at myself because I like ran around the building to like go say hi. And she was gone by the time I got there. I know it's like a very anticlimactic story, but that was my third run in with her. So I don't know. Stephanie Geminata, 
Her parents' restaurant was really good in New York City. They had a really good meatball. What's it called? Joanne's. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Did not know they had a restaurant. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have to get meatballs wherever I go. Like, yeah. I always got to try a guy's bouillonnaise and always a meatball. And the Joanne meatballs were... Okay, so we need to get into our next chapter of this conversation. <laughs> we got to get some food recommendations. I'm so hungry. All I've had is a smoothie today. Are I feel you like serious? we need food. <laughs> yes, we do. We need food. So wait, what is the best meatball then ever? Because I know that it's probably, I'm just going to guess. Tell yeah. me if I'm wrong. Yeah. That East Coast meatballs are better than West Coast, yeah. are they? Yeah. When, well, my dad's meatballs are the best. Okay. And I'm only going to say that because you can actually get the recipe. My dad's a CEO um, and president of Arricchio, it's Locatelli cheese, like this whole Parmigiano Reggiano, like comp- like Italian company, and you the recipes are literally on like certain like cheese things. So, yeah, if you okay. look up like Locatelli cheese and see the recipe, that's we're, my dad's meatball recipe. We're talking to a cheese heiress, basically. <laughs> yeah, cheese is in your blood. <laughs> it's in the blood. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, that's kind of how my like love of food came up. Is like he. Worked for Ferrara, he worked for Galbani, Colavita, like he, Fiorucci, like all these like Italian, you know, specialty brands. So I feel like I kind of know my stuff. Like, yeah. He was the president of the Cheese Importers Association. Like, he, mm-hmm. he had to go to Washington, D.C. and fight for cheese when Trump was in office. A hero. <laughs> right? A goddamn hero. A national treasure. <laughs> A national treasure. He fought for our cheese to be imported from Italy. So yeah, his meatballs, I would say, are the best. Yes. But, um, oh my God, that's a really tough one. I love... Lavo has a really good meatball. So we used to go to the Lavo in New York and it okay. actually just opened like literally like a block away from here. So Ooh. they have a really great giant meatball that's really good. And then my favorite actual like Italian restaurant, Capo in Santa Monica. The reason why we went there is because my dad walked in and Joe Torre, who was the coach of the Yankees, was sitting at the bar eating the meatballs. My dad was like, we got to try their meatballs. And they were really good. I've never heard of this place. Oh, Capo. Okay, it's high end. Like okay. I'm good. I can give you high and low suggestions. Yes. Okay. So for Italian, that's your high end. What's your low end? The low end, I would say Vivoli, which is this little tiny Italian restaurant on Laurel and Sunset that I've been going to for years. And they actually just got a new chef. I think he's from Naples, but they've kept all the same recipes. They've just like elevated it, and it's so good. You have to get there. It's uh, I think it's like a penne um, regatta and it's this bouillonnaise sauce, but we asked for it with spaghetti and they just melt mozzarella over the top. So just Ooh. picture spaghetti bouillonnaise with like melted mozzarella. It's epic. Mm. It's really good. Okay. That sounds really, really good. Not that it's like low, low end, but still. And also Musso and Frank's meatballs because they have fresh mozzarella in the middle of it. Oh, really? <sighs> yes. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've been there. Um, favorite pizza. Okay, again, many different options. Depends on your mood. Mm. Um, I recommend the La Antica Damichelle. Yes. Oh, my God. If you want, like, classic, like, they're literally, the pizza they make in Naples is identical to the one they make here. It's so funny. Lori Douglas actually just texted me and was like, we need to go here. And I was like, you haven't been there? Yes. Yeah, they also so make a truffle pizza with like shaved truffles all over the top, which is also really, really oh good. God, I haven't had that one. You haven't? No, we it's need to go. It's expensive, but it's, really it's delicious. It's worth it. Highly and recommend. Yeah. So I love that. But then actually right almost next door, the Rainbow Bar and Grill actually has a really epic pizza. 
Really? Oh my God. Yeah. And the ranch dressing is amazing. <laughs> yeah. You go there for like a late night, like huge pizza. Like whenever I do a photo shoot or anything and like I'm trying to not eat to not be puffy, that's where I go like after. Okay. And that's like a huge reward. The elbow room has a great pizza. Like Lee, mm -hmm. the owner, literally ships in like water and like dough from the East Coast. And then you could do like Mulberry Street or Prince Pizza up here. I love Mulberry. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The one I like the one right on like Beverly in Beverly Hills. I feel like it's not as like crowded as the other one. So Me too. Yeah. The one in Beverly. Mulberry. We really do. You should do like a live podcast from there. I should. Really it's so small. Maybe mm. I can just be like It's too small. No. Maybe. You need to do bigger. <laughs> I'll do it in the kitchen. But I haven't tried Pizzana. <gasps> Oh, wow. Okay, well, it's incredible. Yeah, everyone yeah. keeps telling me to go there. And it's I just, really good. I haven't made it. Well, they make a cacio e pepe pizza, which, <sighs> I mean, that's the recipe I got from you in the pandemic when I was like, what are some of the good recipes I can make at home? And you were like, do this. It's really easy. It's so easy. It's incredible. Yeah. Yes. No. And it's actually not that, that fattening. I feel like so many people think cacio e pepe has like a ton of cream in it and it doesn't. It's, just it's butter actually, and cheese. It's butter. It's cheese yeah. and pasta water. Like it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> Lavo has a great cacio e pepe pizza too. So what is your favorite taco place in LA? Right, okay. Two, two different options. A little higher end is taco to madre. Okay. And I feel like it's more like you can get like kale on your taco. Yeah. Like you can get like a sweet potato taco, but like everything there is just so, so good. Have you been there? I haven't been there. <sighs> Love it. The drinks are amazing. The last time Tommy and I went there, they were trying out all these new cocktails. So they just kept bringing us drinks. Like Everyone in the restaurant <gasps> was just getting all these free, awesome, like charcoal margaritas. Like it's a vibe. Okay. It's a vibe. They have like peanut, like fro. I love a frozen pina colada. They have mm. those. And it's like really small and cute. I, I walk there, but then right across the street from it is Los Tacos. Now, this is in a strip mall. I've literally witnessed, like, my friend has gotten slapped in Los Tacos. Like, like Los Tacos is like, you're, like, taking your life in your hands when you go. But, like, it's worth it. Um, yeah, it's right on Santa Monica. It's next to the 7-Eleven. Like, there's meth zombies outside. Like, there's a lot going on. I, okay, yeah, right across the street from Surly Goat, right? Exactly, yeah. I love that place. Yeah. I, is it called Los Burritos or Los Tacos? I thought it was Los Tacos. We okay. always call it, we probably, which is terrible. I'm sorry, don't cancel me. I've been probably calling it the wrong thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I always thought we always are like Los Tacos late night. I love that place. It yeah. is really, really good. Yeah. Do you What's have a I need like yours. Okay. So I feel like you know. Oh, there's so many good places, but I like the trucks the most. Yeah. So like Leo's Tacos is amazing. Um, El Chato, I love on um it's on Wilshire and La Brea in the parking okay. lot. Um, incredible. And I also love El Zarape on Fountain. Oh my it's God. very, very small and really, really good. I feel like that would be fun for your birthday to do like a taco truck crawl. A taco crawl? Yeah, That'd be great. Like a taco crawl. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. I'm really simple like with my tacos though and like because I'm just, I don't know, I just kind of like really, really simple, simple tacos. I do too. Yeah. I love, honestly, like I love just like a ground beef with like sour cream and like lettuce which is like so basic and some cheese yeah I like basic fish tacos and honestly yeah. you know who makes a really good fish taco I'll get canceled for saying this for sure but del taco <laughs> no <laughs> it's a good I love a del taco taco, taco. <laughs> see that's ambitious of you I would be way too sketched out to order fish from del taco 
honestly, I feel like this <laughs> is another random like thing I got into in college. Like okay. I'd never been to a Del Taco before until yeah. I went to college. And then there was one like right by the sorority house and drunk Aaron would go. And I, I feel like drunk Aaron can be like its own character. I feel like it's not me. That's like a different me. So I can I refer it. to it in third person. It's we should name weird. her something else though. Not drunk Aaron. Okay. Like, you know, like, like Sasha Fierce or like. Ooh, okay. You know, like we need another name for her. Hmm. We'll figure it out. Okay. Or that could be your mafia uh, your rip <laughs> mafia rip like mafia Aaron is drunk Aaron mafia Aaron <laughs> your mafia Aaron yeah absolutely that's mafia Aaron for yeah. sure um what's your favorite Chinese food because I always feel like that's so hard to find a good place in LA it is because I get really sketched out I get really sketched out by so many foods <laughs> that like I don't trust anywhere and like I ugh. um so high-end Genghis Cohen Oh, I love that place. Great place. There used to be so many good comedy shows there. I know. Love the decor. Like, they just did, I think they just did, like, an Hermes pop-up there. Like, they're, like, next level right now. Yeah, they're cool. And their food is just such good quality. Like, I know when I'm there, I am. it's not going to sketch me out. Yeah. You know, it's really, if you like spicy... They're like Kung Pao. Everything has like 18 different like peppers next to like the menu title because it's hot. Yeah. Um. So that and then Kung Pao Bistro on Santa Monica Boulevard. I've literally Ooh, mm-hmm. I've been ordering from there since I moved here like almost 15 years ago. Yes. Like, and they have really good lunch specials. Oh, do they? Yes, they I've do. I've never gotten lunch there. Yes. Okay. Really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. I like their chicken and broccoli. Uh-huh. That's that's my like go-to. It's or cashew chicken's really good too. Yes. Yeah. All great. Um also green apple in the valley is like I just discovered that during the pandemic and I was like postmating that and it's so good. You know it's good cuz Aaron does not live in the valley and so when you're postmating something over the hill, that's 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 a good good little restaurant right Dedication there. right there. It really is. Okay, what's your favorite place to day drink in LA? Gosh, I love just like a pool hang. Me too. Right? Like a day drinking, I love, and this is a few different answers, I love like the Sunset Tower. Like the Sunset Tower pool because it's intimate. But yeah, there's like cool people and you could still like rent, like you don't have to be staying there. I think you have to pay like $75 to like rent a spot. But it's it's chill. Like whenever I'm there, like the last time we were there, we met like these cool guys and they sent over like a bottle of wine for us. Like it was just so fun. And the restaurant, you almost can like go back and forth. The restaurant's my favorite like restaurant in LA. Um, so yeah, I would say like Sunset Tower is really fun to like day drink at. That's a really good suggestion. Um, yeah. what's your favorite date night suggestion? Favorite date night, we love going to Los Feliz. So mm. Little Dom's. Yes. Little Dom's, the spaghetti and meatballs. They're so good. You feel like Lady in the Tramp. If you sit like in by the bar, like it has that like old school vibe. You might also run into Ryan Gosling. Like it just makes me feel like, oh, this is the cool part of LA when yes, I'm there. Yes, I love it. Right? Also, fun tip, they make incredible sandwiches if you're ever there during the daytime. Yeah. Oh my God. I Stumbled in there. That. Yeah, by accident once during the day. I think for like a brunch or something. And I was like, oh, I want to order one of these sandwiches. And like, incredible. Yeah. Like, next level. Yeah. And then the Dresden. Oh, yes. The Dresden's good because, again, like, it has that, like, 1960s vibe. And you, they're beautiful white leather boots. And, like, the, the waiters still wear, like, tuxedo things. And then they have, like, a more chill bar area. And there's, I think, 
one of them just passed away, but there was like a, a duo that like played the piano, but I think they have other performers there and it's just, it kind of just takes you back to like, I feel like a different era in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So I love that. That's like a really fun date spot and you can walk up and down that whole street. So true. Okay. Yeah. What's your favorite classic LA joint? <sighs> classic LA. I mean, I used to, I mean, Chateau Marmont was like number one for me. Mm-hmm. And then I, I like posted something from Chateau Marmont and I had like someone like DM and like message all this terrible stuff. I feel like there's some stuff going on there, but Chateau Marmont was always my happy place. That was like where my girlfriends would take me for my birthday. It's so classic. Their billionaires is the best billionaires in LA, but I don't know. It's harder. I feel like you have to be a member to go there now. So Musso and Franks, that's where we always go for Tommy's birthday. It's so classic. It's in so many movies. It's just amazing. And they make really good dirty martinis there. The best. Really, I think the best in LA. Okay, favorite dessert in LA. Favorite dessert, back to Sunset Tower Hotel. I'm not a big dessert person. I'd rather just drink an espresso martini um, and call it a night. But great espresso martinis. And also, they have this, like, Sunday menu where they hand you a mini pencil and this paper menu, and you check off, like, you create your own Sunday. So you feel like a little kid. Really? Yes. And they have, like, milk and cookies. So, like, that's a really fun one for me because you could just go. Like, I love just going there and getting an espresso martini and then, like, creating a Sunday and getting, like, milk and cookies. So that's my favorite. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I feel like we just did work right there. Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 And Jennifer Aniston's usually always there, too, which is fun. She's always there? She was there on my – I think when I, w- I was there for a bachelorette, she was there she's been there like on a birthday like we just had another friend that was like yeah it was at sunset tower and jennifer she loves it there she seems like a really cool person to run into like she'd be awesome you should have her on the podcast i should i'll hang out at the sunset (laughs) tower every day until i meet her he's like listen i'd love to have you (laughs) do you like pizza i know (laughs) please um okay well Thank you so much for joining Hot Pizza Ass. This has been so much fun. Thank you for having me. I I love this podcast. I love you. And like this is, (laughs) we talked about all my favorite things. Wow. I hope you guys like that. I did. Yeah. This is going to be a great episode for people to listen to. Um, Where can people catch you and give us all of the rundown of everything? Cool. Um, You can actually, I have a big show coming up um, at the Hollywood Improv June 10th. It's actually a Britney Spears tribute show. So we'll, as comics, be doing stand-up about Britney Spears and then <laughs> performing. We're singing her songs. So that's really fun. Um, so, yeah, get your tickets online for that. Also, check out my podcast, Where Should We Eat? Aaron's episode, I think, is coming out the week after this one that you're listening to. Um, and it's just a really fun podcast with great tips. And at Jacqueline Marfuji on all, like, social media. And I post shows and all that stuff there. Yes, follow her, you guys. And again, this has been a pleasure. Grazie. (laughs) Ciao. Ciao, Bella. Grazie mille. Thank you to Jacqueline for joining the podcast. And thank you to all of you who are tuning in, listening, and sharing this episode with someone else who will find this fun, entertaining, or informative. You guys, the best way to support the show is to give us a five-star rating on iTunes or on Spotify. It helps me so much. And also check out our sponsors in the show notes because they have discounts for anyone that listens to Hot Pizza Ass because they love you and support them. Supporting them is supporting me. Thank you guys once again. I will see you on the next episode. Eat some pizza for me in the meantime. 